Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Monday, February 19th. On today's show, Lillard adds all-star MVP to his three-point contest win, and the NBA, hoping for effort, instead gets a 397-point ASG. Plus, Jordan Jackson honors his mother Cheryl Swoops in a dunk contest win. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with the NBA All-Star Weekend, which was dominated by the Milwaukee Bucks' Damian Lillard, who was named All-Star Game MVP. Lillard scored 39 points, leading the Eastern Conference to a 211-186 win over the West in the highest-scoring mid-season exhibition to date. Joining us now to discuss this is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about Lillard's performance? Certainly, David. Lillard's performance was exceptional. He joined Michael Jordan as the only other player in league history to win a Saturday night event and be named MVP in the same All-Star weekend. Lillard won the three-point contest on Saturday, edging out the Minnesota Timberwolves' Carl Anthony Towns and the Atlanta Hawks' Trey Young in the final round. That's quite an achievement. How did Lillard react to being compared to Michael Jordan? Lillard was humbled by the comparison. He said during his post-game news conference that anytime you're mentioned in the same category as Mike, it's an honor and a major accomplishment, even if it's All-Star Weekend. He added that if it was that simple, more people would have done it. Who were the other standout performers in the game? Carl Anthony Towns led the West with 50 points in 28 minutes, becoming just the fourth player in All-Star Game history to reach the 50-point plateau. However, Lillard had more competition for the award from his East teammates, Indiana Pacers point guard Tyrese Halliburton and Boston Celtics shooting guard Jalen Brown. Halliburton, the hometown favorite, finished with 32 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists, while Brown had 36 points and 8 rebounds. How did Lillard secure the MVP award? Lillard received 7 out of 12 votes for the award, with Halliburton garnering the other 5. Lillard's case was likely sealed when he grabbed a rebound, advanced the ball, and pulled up from just inside half-court, swishing a three-pointer from 41 feet to boost his total to 33 points and the East's lead to 132-105. to He added six points in the fourth, including a 44-foot tray with 22.1 seconds remaining, to cap his night. This was Lillard's eighth All-Star appearance, but his first time being named a starter. How did he react to this? Lillard, who is 33, said that he's a vet in the game at this point and thought, why not go and try to get an MVP? He also acknowledged that it's been a tough year for him, with the transition to a new team and three coaching changes since he joined the Bucks. But he emphasized the importance of showing who you really are in times of adversity. What about the defensive efforts of the All-Star teams? Lillard admitted that the game could have been more competitive. He pointed out that 200 is a lot to be scored and that it shows they didn't compete as much as some might have wanted. However, he also noted the talent of the players and the high number of three-pointers made. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now, shifting gears to basketball, the NBA's annual All-Star Game at Gainbridge Fieldhouse has come under scrutiny after the Eastern Conference set an all-time scoring record, 
surpassing 200 points in a 211-186 victory over the Western Conference. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, who had stressed the importance of a more competitive game, expressed his disappointment at the lackluster performance. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Sports. So Abby, what was the reaction to this year's All-Star Game? Well, David, the reaction was largely one of disappointment. The NBA had made it a priority to increase the competitiveness of the All-Star Game, but it ended up being another game with virtually no defense and little energy. The Los Angeles Lakers' Anthony Davis even said his most memorable moment was the dunk routines between the third and fourth quarters, not the game itself. That's quite telling. What did the players have to say about the lack of competitiveness? Lakers star LeBron James acknowledged that while the players enjoy the game, their competitive nature doesn't align with the free-flowing scoring that characterizes the All-Star game. He also pointed out the importance of avoiding injuries in such a game. Anthony Davis echoed this sentiment, emphasizing the value of the players to their respective teams and the risk of injury in a more competitive setting. So there's a balance to be struck between competitiveness and safety. But what about those who don't see the need for more competitiveness in the All-Star game? Minnesota Timberwolves star Anthony Edwards is one such player. He views the All-Star game as a break and doesn't see the need for it to be super competitive. This sentiment has been apparent in recent years, not just in the NBA, but also in the NHL, the NFL, and MLB, all of which have made changes to their All-Star events to try to add some competition. So, what's next for the NBA and the All-Star game? It's unclear at this point, David. Despite the NBA's efforts to make the game more competitive, this year's All-Star game ended much like last year's the league will need to find a way to balance fun, safety, and competitiveness. As Boston Celtics forward Jalen Brown said, more solutions need to be found. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Now, let's switch gears from complex issues to heartwarming tributes. In a touching homage to his mother, WNBA icon Cheryl Swoops, Maine Celtics guard Jordan Jackson emerged as the winner of the G League dunk contest. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this tribute and the contest? Absolutely, David. Jordan Jackson, who is in his first season with Boston's G League affiliate, paid tribute to his mother, Cheryl Swoops, during the G League dunk contest. Swoops is a four-time WNBA champion, six-time WNBA All-Star, and the first player to sign with the league. She's also a member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame's Class of 2016. That's quite a legacy. How did Jackson pay homage to his mother during the contest? For his championship-winning windmill slam, Jackson wore his mother's Comets jersey. He also wears number 22, the same number his mom wore during her illustrious WNBA career. It was a touching tribute to a woman who has made significant contributions to the sport. And who were the other competitors in the contest? Jackson defeated Salt Lake City Stars guard Tavion Kinsey in the final round. Mao Zinha Pereira of the Mexico City Capitanes and Cameron McGriff of the Memphis Hustle also competed in the event. How did Swoops react to her son's victory and tribute? Swoops was clearly proud of her son's achievement. She took to X, formerly known as Twitter, to express her joy writing, Comets for life, my son wore it well, and he won it, y'all. The mother and son duo later celebrated with his new hardware. Thanks for that wonderful story, Celeste. Now, 
let's switch gears to an exciting development in the world of hockey. In a thrilling turn of events, the New York Rangers clinched a victory over the New York Islanders in the stadium series on Sunday. The Rangers' 6-5 overtime win was anything but predictable, making it the highest-scoring outdoor game in NHL history. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this unexpected victory? Absolutely, David. The Rangers started off with a 1-0 lead, but the Islanders quickly turned the tables, scoring three goals in just over three minutes. By the start of the second period, the Rangers were trailing 4-1. Even as the Rangers rallied, the Islanders seemed to have an answer for everything, maintaining a 5-3 lead with just five minutes left in regulation. And yet, the Rangers managed to pull off a comeback. How did they achieve this? The Rangers' comeback was nothing short of remarkable. Artemi Panarin clinched the win with an unassisted goal just 10 seconds into overtime, even though the net was off its moorings. The goal was confirmed as valid after a video review. This was the Rangers' ninth third-period comeback win this season, which is the second most in franchise history. What role did the power play goals play in the Rangers' victory? The power play goals were crucial. The Rangers capitalized on the Islanders' last-ranked penalty kill with three power play goals, two of which were scored in the third period with Igor Shesterkin pulled for an extra attacker. Rangers coach Peter Laviolette praised his top players for delivering under pressure. What does this win mean for the Rangers in terms of their standing in the Metropolitan Division? This win has propelled the Rangers to a seven-game winning streak and moved them six points ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes for the Metropolitan Division lead. It was not only an important divisional game against their traditional rivals, but also a memorable event at MetLife Stadium. That's quite an achievement indeed. Thanks for that report, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.